Hello and welcome to the Talking Locks with Locksuit podcast. This is episode number 29. Today I have with me Amelia Cole. She's going to introduce herself shortly and we're going to be having a conversation style conversation, I guess. And in the meantime, I'm still your host, Adi Balugo. So Amelia, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Can you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Thank you for having me. Hello, everyone. My name is Amelia and... I am, uh, hmm, I am older <laughs> with two kids and with my wonderful locks. I've had locks for um, about five years. But before that, I had loose natural hair. So in total, I've had it for about 20 something years now. And it's been a journey. It's been actually the lock part has been more fun. So I started it begrudgingly. You know, my husband was like, you should get locks. I'm like, eh, I don't feel like doing it. Yeah, yeah. He said you should get locks. Actually, he has been telling me to get locks since we met. That's very interesting because I, the first time I, I personally thought I, I wanted to, or the first time I really wanted to lock my hair, I told my hairdresser, his name is Henry at the time, that ah, oh, you know, I, I really like this locks thing. I want to do it. I was like, ah, oh, you know, auntie, nobody's going to marry you. <laughs> Meanwhile. Very well. This Have you letter. told him that? <laughs> I don't even know where Henry is at the moment. Yeah. Oh, but that's pretty cool. Um, so um, for more context, Amelia has a buzz cut. She has shaved sides. Her hair is really fly. And her hair is always in a nice updo. She's very, very eccentric. And, um, you know, we were before we started recording, we were talking about piercings and tattoos. And we came across this video, which we'll probably get into maybe if we have time to get into it. Mm-hmm. So do you think think that having locks is like a bad gang statement you know do you, have, you, have you had that vibe in the last five years um, it... see that's an interesting question mm-hmm. because that bad gang thing it depends on who you're around right a lot of my i mean i'm nigerian oh i meant to say that i'm nigerian <laughs> i'm married to a Sierra Leonean, and i've lived in the u.s for 20 something years so mm-hmm. i mean for the most part, I, I guess I'm American, if you want to say, and a lot of my friends are not only American, but American kind of mm-hmm. I, born. You Integrated. Know? So they, I don't think they think that locks is bad gang, right? It's mm-hmm. part of bad gang. But, I mean, I remember saying to my mom, oh, I want to get locks. And she's like, ah, that's what he wants to do now. And I'm just like, yeah. And, I'm, and, and my mom, my parents are very liberal compared to any, like, Nigerian parents I know. So that bit of resistance was all I got, really. But mm-hmm. I think more of the resistance or more of the, like, the looks were from older Nigerians. Right. You know, when you go to a party and they're like, ah, auntie, you know, <laughs> you know, or some of them just outright look at you and be like, ah, this is your hair. And, okay, so I wasn't single when I had, you know, a lot. Uh, so, okay, so, but I can imagine Henry saying, ah. <laughs> you didn't have that problem. I actually have a nickname for people like that. I call them the Bad Belay Association. I'm telling you, <laughs> they, they own it. Um, well, <laughs> okay, so, but um, we just watched this video. I think, I, let me just get that out of the way. Mm-hmm. So um, today is April 24th, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think some 12 hours ago on like Ninja Instagram, I saw, I came across this video, which I showed to Amelia and E, our producer, of a Nigerian father who was beating up his kid and, literally forcefully cutting his locks the boy appeared to be a teenage boy or maybe early 20s and i think the whole um thing was about like you know if you're under your father's house why do you have locks and the whole conversation of course when you come across across such 
um, comments or so, such videos. Mm. You know, it takes me directly to the comment Love section. Yes. And I saw that a lot of the comments were about, oh, you know, as far as you're, as far as you're under your father's roof, you shouldn't, you know, have that kind of hairstyle. The father has a final say. Um, you're not making any money. Why are you keeping locks and all of that? But it was really interesting because I'm like, eh, nobody's really talking about what's bad about this hair yeah. how is it really different from the hair growing out of your head what has made it automatically so bad yep. that you know you can't have it and so i'm like those comments are implicitly saying something is wrong mm-hmm. saying uh you can't have can you have locks under your father's roof what am i it's not drugs right Do you know what i mean like that comment is almost saying that locks are like Something clandestine, something like, oh, you're doing something. Like, I obviously I'm ignorant because I was shocked by it. I'm like, wait, I'm sorry. First of all, shocked by the physicalness of the video. Like, why are you hitting an adult? Mm -hmm. Like, he was hitting him and cutting his hair. Like, again, maybe I've lived in America too long because I'm like, I'm sorry, (laughs) what? And and the comments, locks, what's wrong with locks? Okay, so maybe we're connecting it to these um cultural which is also partly religious you know this whole dada thing mm-hmm. what's wrong with dadas is it that they were they also said to be like a big like what was the thing about dada being bad okay so for the little i know and i think i mentioned a little bit of it in the pondering podcast episode number 28 before now um the little i know about dada mm-hmm. and the celestial church mm-hmm. is that a lot of times when these kids are born mm-hmm. <clears throat> They are taken to somebody called an Oli, which means like maybe a holy priest mm-hmm. who kind of helps to foresee the child's future. And um, the, the, the priest would say, you know, um, this child has some obstacles in their life. Do not cut their hair for five years, for six years, or until the child says so. So I have to interrupt there. Yeah. Are you saying that this is part of the celestial church? So this person is claiming to see the future. So I'm I'm speaking very loosely. Okay, but just just okay, now, I, I really wait, don't know what? because because it's also tied to some parts of the Bible and mm. Samson and his oh, hair right, right. and uh-huh. cutting off his power. That's true. So mm-hmm. I I I don't practice this religion, so mm-hmm. I really don't know what the specifics are, mm-hmm. why they do what they do. But mm-hmm. from the little research I have done, that's what I found out. Okay. And because we are African, when mm-hmm. you do not cut a child's hair, mm-hmm. it will lock. I mean, hello. So it's not like there's anything special no, about the hair no. it's just you if, if any it's not child comb, yes, yes, doesn't yes. comb the hair mm-hmm. it will lock so there's really nothing wrong with it in my no. perspective no. and I think it's easy for me to say because you know I make money off, off of hair but having two boys yourself how old are your boys now? Eight, almost nine and five. So they are approaching like teenage years. Please, not yet, man. We're not, we're not ready for that. We're not quite ready for that yet. But I know what you mean. So, um, so, yeah. so, so what, what would be your, you know, if um, your sons come back home as you know, 12 be. and they're like, you know, mom, I want to pierce my ear. I want, I want, I want, I want to have locks. As a mom, would that would, would you be like not under my roof? <laughs> or would you pull out your okay, scissors so as well? First of all, that's so funny that you said well, I want to pierce my ear and get locks. <laughs> Why were those two things together? Do you see? Was that was that a slip of some sort? Or was that on purpose? Because if they want to get locks, I'll be incredibly hypocritical if I said something about that, right? Mm-hmm. Because I have locks. Mm-hmm. Right now, he gets his hair cut by dad every Saturday. So that on its own is a fight. So 
I don't know. I should be like, do you want to lock your hair? I don't know. I don't think I will have any reaction. Mm-hmm. The problem is maintenance. Am I in charge of maintenance? Because I have enough going on. <laughs> uh, well, but cutting his hair is also maintenance, so. Yeah, but, you know, see, as I said, hands off. That's why when people say, oh, you want to have girls? I don't have girls. I don't have to do anything. It's him and dad. Because <laughs> I don't have to do anything. Okay, so as long as so, dad can do it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's more about maintenance. Exactly. Okay, but just even speaking to this, I'm just like, you know, we're pondering and having these discussions. Mm-hmm. And we just talked about, like, locks and compared, compared it to piercings mm-hmm. and um what makes these things are like tattoos mm-hmm. like what what makes those things like really bad labeled why are uh, they connected in our brain yes, you know like yeah. well maybe not in our brain but yeah, now in our brain clearly <laughs> right like because it's bad gang i think uh, because it's different but different to what because if you look at our history different as to african what, yeah you know, people have always marked themselves. We do have cultures with tribal marks. Right. Like, you know, but everyone like marked themselves. Yeah. Everyone did this. Like, different in that you are going against, like, if you think about history of hair in Africa, mm-hmm. well, I don't know if I should say Africa or West Africa, mm-hmm. since we're more familiar with West Africa. We are all about the, the crack of the hair. We're all about getting mm-hmm. perm, getting weaves. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. we know. So I think that's to the fact that when you have natural hair, they're looking at you like something is wrong. So you not only deciding to have loose natural hair, but locks, that's completely (laughs) out of the... So, you know, I have been, I've been in this industry for a while and then I've had my own locks for, I think... November this year would make it 13 years and I'm about to like chop like two thirds of it off. I'm so excited. It's going to happen soon. I'm sure by the time I'm recording the next episode of this podcast, I would have short locks. Calm down, calm down. Maybe we'll do (laughs) GoFundMe or something on Instagram say, you know, keep Adi's locks. No. Don't cut them. No, don't, don't, please, no petitions. (laughs) That's the word, petition. I'm I'm done. Oh, but now I'm losing my trail of thoughts. Oh, gosh. (laughs) But, um... Um, I think what I was trying to say is around the fact that... Um, we're saying that locks are different, right? Y- yes. And you said, well, not really. You've had locks. And I'm saying no. Okay, so, okay yes. So thank you for bringing me back to my, yeah. my trail of thoughts. Yeah. So I've been having this conversation for almost 13 years mm-hmm. personally. So mm-hmm. like personally, I had to face the confrontation. And I'll tell you, um, natural hair, generally speaking today in 2022 and what it was in 2009 when I said my locks, it's two different things. You know, there's more awareness. Mm -hmm. People, you know, I don't see as many people putting relaxers in their hair anymore. Everybody's Mm -hmm. on about the weak crack, Mm -hmm. but at least not the the relaxers anymore. Mm -hmm. People are, people have this better consciousness Mm -hmm. Towards the hair. Mm-hmm. And there's more products and there's more people who show people what to do with the hair. Yes. So, you know, don't feel as alone, you know, I guess. Maybe you can always find a YouTube video on how to manage your hair now mm-hmm. versus when I first had natural hair. It was an impulse thing. I just mm-hmm. just want my hair off. And, yeah, yeah. And For me, it was convenient. Okay. So, but the, the point is, so in 2022, mm-hmm. are we still not able to really see what is... What what makes us feel negative about locks, or is it just you and I that are imagining it? Is there still is there still that um, negativity? Clearly, someone just beat up his son oh twelve God. hours ago. Yes. So I don't. Well, is it because it's a guy? You know, I don't know. Maybe that question is two part because for you, I'm sure your listeners know that you have the same lockitude business in Nigeria. The fact mm-hmm. that you have a lockitude business in Nigeria mm-hmm. and it's making money. Mm-hmm. 
might be an answer to part of your question. There is still some negative, like there, maybe it always will be because we always fight every change that comes to culture. But the fact that you have business for people who are coming to get locks is a good thing. Yeah. There is, so it's both, both and, I guess. Um, we're going to hold tight to our ideas about locks <laughs> and other things because, come on, if we know ourselves, especially when it's connected to religion, oh my God, we're so, we're so gung-ho on, I know yeah. that's how it is. And this whole, as we said, that, that thing, we don't have the facts or the, you know, hard details about the history of Dada and what it is that makes us fight it so hard, especially when it comes to religion. But when it comes to before, it used to be like, oh, it doesn't look nice. But that's a lie. It does. I think I have a solution. I have a proposal. Okay. I have, I found it. I have, this is an eureka moment. This is <laughs> the solution bulb. to all our problems <laughs> in the lock community. Let's First, we need a president. Oh with locks. We <laughs> okay. need a pastor with locks. Oh, we need representation mm-hmm. with locks. Mm-hmm. I think the good thing is um, Justice Jackson. Mm-hmm. I got Tangy. her name right. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> I am fully in American politics. Look there at you me. Go. Look yeah. You. you know, she has sister locks. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, do, I personally don't like sister locks, mm-hmm. but they are locks. They are natural hair. Mm-hmm. She's a woman in position of power. She's mm-hmm. done so much more than Michelle Obama did and Beyonce has done oh, in, <laughs> in terms of popularity. Beyonce in this podcast? <laughs> I, 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 I admire her hard work. I'm, look, I hope I don't get into trouble. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> I don't want I'm to be cancelled. I, I know, right? I know. I, I um, but she's done a lot more. So I think the more representation we have, right. the, 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 sure. the more, you know, this man who clearly still has a lot of backward thinking about the hair that's coming. I, w- I wouldn't even say it's backward. I'll say it's more of colonial. Yes. The colonial yes. thinking. Because it's the hair that comes out of your head. You know that in 20, in America, I don't know what year, how many years ago, maybe it's this year, there was just a crown act. Yeah, it just happened a few weeks ago, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it happened a few weeks ago. But you know the interesting thing about the crown act is if you're being discriminated against because of your hair, mm-hmm. how do you know? How can you enforce it? Um, well, for those people, remember, I think when I first met you, we were talking about um, the workplace and locks. And I remember mm-hmm. looking for a job a long time ago. Um, and this lady, I was using like a headhunter or something, and this little white lady. And she was like, oh, you know, there's this lady, you're going to go for an interview there. And I don't know, let's just say her name is, you know, um, Lisa. And Lisa's got these locks, you know, oh, but hers are really neat, you know, so they look fine. <laughs> we all know something in all of us goes Eh, you're trying to tell me that yeah my why mind. are you why are you telling me her hair looks neat mm-hmm. anyway I, I i would say it's a plus definitely so um i've only been in america for like under two years now so my my my, my, <laughs> my um perspective on race and racial yeah. issues is very limited because i still think about the world in in a very Nigerian sense and in a, in a world that 99.999% of us are black, you know, and then fortunately for me, I've also landed in a part of America that is very, very black, you oh, know, yes. so there are tons of black and people very, around me. very, diverse. You know, we're yeah. in this little pocket where you walk down the street and hear all kinds of languages and everything mm-hmm. is great. I just said mm-hmm. we went to North Carolina. Now <laughs> that's not the case there, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I wouldn't want to like personally speak to it, but you've been here for quite some time. You went to college here. Mm-hmm. You had to navigate you know, America, not just with locks for the past five years, but as a black person. Ugh, and would you say that 
Um, okay, let's let's even have this conversation on several levels oh, because we, you said something that I, before we started recording about how for some people Lux is like you know I'm going on this journey kumbaya <laughs> you know maybe I was being a hater maybe I was being a hater but I think that okay so the question first you asked let's table that I want to answer that but the question you asked about what it's like re- relating to hair in America. With natural hair, when I had natural hair, it was not as you just said. It wasn't like oh now where Target has all the stuff you need and mm-hmm. you know all that. I remember Kinky Curly, if you know that brand. I had to order it. Now it's in Target, and I remember in college, and I went to college in Kent, Ohio. I went to Kent State University, Ohio. Okay, it just sounds white. Oh, completely, come on. <laughs> completely, completely white. Um, Kent, the city claims it's a city without the college, but whatever. We all know better. Um, <laughs> but people would even black people african-americans would be like oh so you're just gonna have your hair like that i'm like yeah and please know listeners that i'm not a revolutionary i'm not like i don't buck the trend i'm not i don't have the energy for it am i wax philosophical but i'm not gonna be wearing you know dashiki in 1960s you know my (laughs) fist up no that's not me but it was funny fun to me and i was like of course i'm gonna wear my hair like what kind of question is that it's not my hair Mm -hmm. So those are the kind of questions I got. Or people going, oh, I got the can I touch question mm-hmm. a lot. And I'm like, no. Does that offend you, by the way? It irritates me because it makes me feel like I'm in a zoo. Do you know how you do when you go to the zoo and you're looking at the, the exotic animals? I, I get what you mean. But no, this is me speaking from a very nice perspective. And I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you, this is, if if people, if a white person hasn't really encountered a black person before. You never had a black friend before, and you, you you're curious. It's just your curiosity. You want to know how their hair feels. Like so, in my mind, I know how a white person's hair feel because we've been putting creamy crack in our hair. Mm. I know how wigs feel. And every I know, doll, you know, every doll I had had that kind of hair. So, is it so wrong for someone to just be curious? No, it is not wrong for anyone to be curious. Curiosity feels. Our, our lives and change. asking is a nice thing please but but <laughs> don't like I'm, gr- I'm glad for you that you're curious but no you can't touch my hair mm. I mean I don't I don't know what to tell you but figure it out like I, maybe I've lived in America again maybe I've lived in America too long that I'm having some of that um, anti-Karen feel sentiment <laughs> do you know what I mean like when you start so feeling Karen. like please carry Joe yeah. but no I don't I don't want to go out into the world like that I don't want to have that kind of energy Mm-hmm. I know I have knowledge of of the fact that race relations are real. Mm-hmm. However, I it just makes me feel weird when it's different if it's a friend of mine that is like, "Ooh, that's nice. Can I touch?" Yeah, you can touch. But when I'm just like, you know, walking to the metro and mm-hmm. somebody goes, "Can I touch your hair?" No, you can't <laughs> touch my hair. No, yeah. ma'am. Yeah. I think and also for okay, people who are sense. weird with personal space. Mm-hmm. No. Like People are freaked out. I know Africans, we don't really understand personal space per se. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And it's not only Africans. I'm not bashing us. Like Koreans, Asians are like that too. If you go to, okay. you notice like little grandmas are always like in your face and you're like, <laughs> you know, so it's a thing. But no, you can't touch my hair. I appreciate curiosity. You have to figure out, do the work as they say, <laughs> do the work on your own. So I can understand curiosity. I can understand that I don't know what it feels like, but I don't want to be your test case. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. So Make, I got a lot of makes that. Makes some sense. Yeah, I got a lot of that. Makes some sense. And I have so. a lot of, like, in, in when I went to college, my friends till today are 
white. So I have a lot of friends who are white. And of course, we'll talk about it and we'll have open discussions and they'll want to touch it and that's cool. But you know the interesting thing that beyond race, I went to dinner last night mm-hmm. and of course, all of us that were on that table were very black. Mm-hmm. We're very, very, very black. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, <laughs> and um, one of the ladies at the table, I was telling her what I do mm-hmm. and she was like, oh, she does hair as well, but she doesn't do locks. Mm-hmm. And then in the middle of our conversation, I realized that she didn't realize my hair was my hair. Yes. Okay. So, you know, this is a lady that is as dark as you are, you know, has her hair was straightened. But was she an African-American? No. Or? She's from Haiti, actually. Okay. Yeah. So she's African Af- from a different diaspora. Yeah. Yes. So, okay. um, and... It, it's 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 quite interesting because I feel like some of sometimes the conversation can seem very along racial lines, but in the time I have done hair professionally, mm-hmm. I've actually had people battle with confronting the texture of their own hair. A lot of people mm-hmm. don't know what their own hair feels mm-hmm. like. Yes. A lot of people don't know how to manage their own mm-hmm. hair. A lot of people don't like when it locks up and you're like, oh my god, like. What do I do now? What do I do? Mm-hmm. Um, it also leads to making wrong decisions even when mm-hmm. you, you have locked hair because mm-hmm. when you start putting a lot of products in your hair so that it locks because mm-hmm. you, don't, you just don't understand the yeah. base, baseline texture, baseline formation so of, of what your hair does. So um, I just want to, I'm not trying to like apologize for anything we try mm-hmm. to do compare with races, but I'm no, just no. saying that even as black people, a man is going to beat up his child because he doesn't really understand there's a disconnect from when we were colonized mm-hmm. to when what became the normal mm-hmm. what what's 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 um you know you had to do to mm-hmm. survive yes so yes. in many ways i do know that this african man wants the best for his, for his ch- child that, yes that's yes, why he's yes. doing why that's why he has done what he has done but if we can just all like have some coffee with amelia and think hey. about it <laughs> I like that. I think um, about it. Yeah, and like, yeah. you know, just think about it. Like, okay, you know, why am I really beating this boy? Why, 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 why? Is... But you, aren't you, don't you think you're giving, ugh, this sounds I'm horrible. giving him too much. Yeah, I'm no, being too even, nice. Not, not even that, but you're expecting too much from him. That sounds really condescending and I don't mean it to. But I learned recently that not everyone is aware. Not everyone can be aware. Right? Mm-hmm. You know how this conversation we're having is a little meta. Like mm-hmm. it's like deep and has mm-hmm. levels. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's going to get that. Or not, but not everyone is even interested in being that deep. Mm-hmm. So you're asking this man who all he knows is let me feed my family and you, how dare you come and he's cutting it here to now stop and think that, oh, maybe what I'm doing might not be correct. What do you mean that what I'm doing is not right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. At the root of it, what you said earlier when I said that's so sad, that we don't, knowledge is what is missing. Mm-hmm. That you don't even know the, like the mm-hmm. texture of your own hair. Mm-hmm. It's sad yeah. for all of us. Like, yeah. and we're all, shit, it's Bible so, that said this. We're all so, dying from this lack of knowledge. It sucks. So, so here's what I think. Um, I think it's on two levels. In, in the sense that when I said my locks, mm-hmm. it had nothing to do with texture. Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with kumbayarism. I just felt like if, if, if I'm not going to have to go to the salon anymore, mm-hmm. then this is what I need to do for my own peace of mind. That was what was going on in my head. Your logical so system. you should have seen the disappointment in my face when, <laughs> first of all, I went there this guy rubbed my head aggressively round and round oh, and round and round with like a block of foam. Oh. And then he put sticky things in my hair and then he put me under the dryer and the thing didn't dry. And I was like, Ew. I'm trying to get away from this. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know why I even stuck with 
this whole lock-in process because it wasn't pleasant in the beginning and it wasn't really solving the problem that I, I, I was trying to solve. So I think thinking back right now, I probably really wanted it. That's why I, I stuck with it. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't thinking about colonialism. I wasn't no, thinking about, not. you know, relaxers being bad for my hair. Mm-hmm. I wasn't thinking about... Oh. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't thinking okay. about relaxing my hair because it made me more acceptable in nah. society. It was just what you had to do. Like, you, you I, when I was, what, 11? I begged for a perm. I think I had gotten into SS1 and I started wearing skirts and they let you keep your hair. And I told my mom, because my mom had a perm. Everybody, my aunts and people had a perm. So you just, you want to you you mirror, yes. mirror what everybody else is. So you're not really thinking about about and it. you shouldn't be at 11 and um i would say years have passed mm-hmm. and um now you have a lot of beautiful women wearing nice beautiful mm-hmm. afros it's nice and then people mirror that but without the underlying tone no of pressure of all oh, sticking into the man or nothing it's just yeah i love my hair it looks beautiful look you can like representation but do you think don't you think that that's where the problem is like people need to be more aware that we have been cheated of something or let me not say cheated we have been robbed Robbed, of something that is uniquely ours that we can identify with so it's a little bit more than it has to be deep first Mm -hmm. but then it can now become like oh it's beautiful hair and this is how to style it we do have to first confront that whole this is my hair yes this is my hair so first of all that's that's the the main issue this is my Mm -hmm. hair Mm -hmm. So we, we need more representation, but we need more representation with awareness. That's yes. what I think. Yes. Well, like, see, when I said that whole, when a lot of people like me, you know, with Lux, or people that I first met with Lux, and they're like, oh, you know, I'm going on this journey. And then I'm just like, well, I'm not <sighs> here to do all of that. I just really, well, I did it for my husband. Mm-hmm. Hi, baby. Um, <laughs> so, you know, he was like, you should do it. It would look great. And I'm like, Ugh, fine, I'll just do it. Not because I didn't think it would look great. Not because I just, maybe I just resisted because I was like comfortable with what I was doing. Mm-hmm. But I think the point I'm making is I didn't, it wasn't a big political statement. Mm-hmm. It was even till today. Maybe I'm just really naive. Or I told you I work with many black people. I work in a county where it's mm-hmm. all black people. So I don't even think about my hair. Like a lot of people would not think, because right now I have like a, a pompadour. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will not think to go to, you know, Ernst & Young, whatever, <laughs> uh, accounting firm with mm-hmm. my hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I didn't even think about it. I just, you know, told you. And listeners, every time that Adi does my hair, we have this discussion <laughs> about the style. She wants me to try something new. I want to do an updo because an updo is practical. She can relate to practicality. I can. Yeah, I can. can. And we always get to do an updo. The, the, the first, okay, see, listeners, yeah. since we're reporting each other now. <laughs> The very first time she came, we did this nice, you know, Side fish swept. braid oh, thing. And then she came the next, after what, like six weeks, and she's like, oh, I, did, I want that style again. Uh-uh, <laughs> don't you want my market to sell? How would Instagram know that we know how to do different things? Fair enough, yeah, fair enough. So, I am your, I don't know, your muse. So yes, you have to so practice. So like, we have to show the but world that there's within, different levels. Within some kind of, I don't know, <laughs> because me, I'm not going to stress myself. The whole point why I come to you is so that, you know, for the next whatever, however long, I don't have to think about my hair. Yeah, we're, we're getting there. I think yes. we're finding a balance. Yes, so we we, are. we've been we've been doing. I know that the second time we changed it up a little, little bit. bit. Yes, now uh-huh. you know, we, we've we're, we're doing well. 
It's a burgeoning relationship. But We're getting well. there. We're so getting like, there. you know, the next time you're appointing, your next appointment. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm we'll not really thinking about that one yet. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Huh. But I think everyone should get locks. I mean, now, when you look at Instagram, it has become, Instagram is something else. But now it's become this whole high maintenance thing too. Yeah. Oh my God! You see people flat ironing their locks, oh brushing their locks, um, like loosening the ends of their locks to get curly ends. It's a whole like yeah, uh, yeah. And for people who went into it for like just low maintenance, chill, you know, wash my hair and you know moisturize it and go, go on. Now it's like oh my God! Then you start feeling this weird pressure. Like am I not doing anything? <laughs> and I'm just like no, no, I'm good. I'm good with this. It's, yeah. Maybe it's because we as humans we get everyone wants to be the next new thing. Mm-hmm. And we're at that age where you can also advertise your next oh my God. new thing to yes, the whole world Instagram, at the same next time. second. And you want to go viral, so it doesn't even make sense no. anymore nope. what you do. You just want to go viral. But so honestly, some of the things I've seen, I'm just like, oh God, I don't even have the energy yeah. to to fight and talk on these platforms because I'm like, I guess that's the point. Do you feel like you you have huge responsibility in your shoulders for um, hmm. the information? Just spreading knowledge about locks. Because again, not only are you a loctician, but you have locks as well. So is there, is that, do you feel like the pressure of um, the responsibility? No, no, actually. So um, lock is just there as a hobby. Okay. And I think the reason why I've been able to sustain it for this long mm-hmm. is because I still, in many ways, think about it and treat it like a hobby. Okay. So I'm not like trying to, I never started this business trying to to change the world. You know okay. what I mean? And And for the most part, like we're saying, mm-hmm. before we started recording, I think I've used that phrase like a hundred <laughs> times in this episode. <laughs> But I was telling you that uh, I named the, the the business after my blog. Mm-hmm. And that was because my hair had a whole new attitude. So okay. I was like, hey, I started writing about this whole experience I was enjoying with my mm-hmm. hair. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, it has been me sharing the things that's worked for my hair. Right. And then I've gotten to do this professionally. But there's still an underlying, like, so when you come to me and I say that you're struggling and you're using yeah. all these products in your hair, mm-hmm. uh, I don't feel like it's... I, I tell you, yes. I, I show you what I can see, tell you why mm-hmm. I do what I do. And I feel like it's left for you to choose. Everybody still has their choice, you know. Have people been receptive to that? Yes. For the most part, like, you know, a lot of people have been receptive. I, I do have a client who is coming, who is supposed to come in, who's been panicking about his locks, actually. He mm-hmm. wants them bigger, which I understand. And um, like I said, <laughs> locking is a whole business. It's even so much of a business that I, I, I don't think I see how, how, how much of a business mm-hmm. it is. Let me put it that way. I still treat it like my Psychic. nice baby, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, projects that I have. Uh, so he wants to combine his locks. And of course, you see people getting wigs on the internet with this crochet needle and crochet hook and all mm-hmm. of that. Um, I don't like it because mm. if you're going to tease your hair with a crochet hook, mm-hmm. you're going to be breaking oh, a lot of your hair your, strands. Oh, yeah. That's one. Mm-hmm. Two, my, what they call this place? Your wrists. Your wrist, yeah. Are going to ache you. <laughs> I'm a loctician. <laughs> But I did not sign up for slave labor. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. So when he came, I was like, I know what you want to do. I think you should get what you want. Mm-hmm. But I'm not the person. Okay, so, who so do you do not you. so you do not combine locks, is what you're saying. 
I wouldn't do it because I feel like I'm damaging your hair and I don't uh, want to damage your hair like so knowingly, except you tell me that we're going to cut off this hair mm-hmm. tomorrow anyway. And if we're going to do that, then I should just stand for 12 hours no, doing that no, work, no. you know? And so there's no other way to so, combine locks other than that damaging way is what you're saying. Well, you could combine them at the roots. So the parts that are not locked here, right, and then you I have thought. scissors ends. No, this oh, he he wants to scissors. he wants to like join oh, the yeah, combine no, the no. whole thing from so the the from body the is to, fatter. Yes, oh, exactly. So that's okay. what he would like. And so we had that whole conversation, and I'm like, no. And then he goes like, oh, but I still feel like my hair is not locking, locking. So I want the beeswax in my hair, <laughs> you know. And I okay. kind of understand where he's coming from. And to be fair, since I moved and have I have been doing hair here, I have encountered people with um, much more diverse textures. That's lovely. Yeah. yeah. So and for the most part, I have still kind of used everything that I know has okay. worked, mm-hmm. but I do understand that there are some hair textures where you know (laughs) there are some hair textures that don't necessarily work for hair that is not afro kinky Mm -hmm. kinky i was just gonna say that maybe that's my ignorance but i just assumed that locks mm -hmm. works i mean yes we've seen like that you know that random crazy white dude in college that Mm -hmm. had locks Mm -hmm. and played the hacky sack we just Mm -hmm. thought that he was high all the time whatever um but that's also stereotyping yes that is but he was actually high Uh, (laughs) um um, i just assume that you have to have you know 4c for lack of a term 4c 4b kind of like you know what we know as afro hair Okay. For it to lock because that's a natural progression of Afro hair when it's not combed or detangled. So true. So as long as the hair has some kink in it, it mm. will lock. Okay. That's a fact. Okay. But how fast it's going to lock, oh, it's, it's, a, it's a different thing. It. So the kinkier it is, mm-hmm. the faster it locks. The less curl you have in your mm-hmm. locks, the slower it will be. Makes sense. And then when you have somebody who is desperate to have their hair like lock up, it immediately it becomes like, okay, what shortcuts do you want to do? And because for me, it's really like, embracing this naturalness like just let your head do what, do it, what wants it wants to, to do, do you yeah. know um however i am a business so i need to be able to balance <laughs> to make that money. what i think and helping the clients get what they want yeah. and in cases where i personally can't do right. it then i would be honest and say hey you know okay. i'm Fair not enough. i'm not the man for the job Fair enough. Yeah. but it's 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 been quite interesting but most of the principles have lasted okay. so um, when are you going to start gluing your edges to your no way. your forehead? That um, listen, um, I feel like at this point I'm gossiping. Yes, and also I'm just gonna say to your listeners, please apologies to anyone who does that. That's your prerogative. It's your hair. I just don't understand it. At some point, again, Instagram. You look at Instagram and it just starts looking like. Slightly caricaturish, like where, like I'm like, what is? That's not what your edge does, you know. So I, I think here's what I think. And the baby hair, you're not a baby. So what is a baby? <laughs> Sorry, excuse me for non your speakers. <laughs> okay, so here's what I think. I think there's an there's, there's a nice way to do it. Okay. So, some, sometimes it's nice, you know. Sometimes clearly sure. it's nice. I'll, well, you, I'll say you that don't, you don't seem to be agreeing. Your facial expression doesn't match again, your words. <laughs> again, this one is what my point about that is. Good for you, not for me. That's it. I don't understand it, especially yeah. like with locks. So, so it, it is counterintuitive. Counter- counter- yeah, thank you. It, it is counterintuitive. 
So I actually feel like, you know, brushing your hair backwards is nice. You of know, course. if you want to like kind of slick it down, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, it's nice. Mm-hmm. What I don't understand is like bringing the whole thing down and then going when you using the all of the power gels and yeah. stuff. Hey man, yeah, you do it's, it. it's, it's a bit, um, it's, and I also think I'm, I have a bias to the mm. fact that I know that straight hair has been used to oppress our people. Mm. So when I, when, when I came to that awareness, <laughs> when I came to that awareness that the, the reason yeah. a lot of my ancestors, mm. mothers, grandmother, perms their hair <laughs> yes. was because they needed to fit in, was yes. because they wanted it's to, what you know, yeah, 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 yeah. They, they, they had to... The beauty standard, if you So will. I'm like, no, you know what? My, my, no. my cocoa, my cocoa will stay there. Will stay there. Yes, be there. I understand. It's like a that's, defiance. That's exactly the sentiment I was saying when I was saying I don't want to be like anti Karen, mm-hmm. but because once you know, you're like, no, I, yeah. I no, it's just no, sorry. And I and I also think we need to kind of we we have to be responsible for yeah. what beauty standards are. Yeah. God, that's so hard. you you know. And because it, it, we're fighting it, and almost like losing battle because not only are we individually responsible for beauty standards yes but collectively like the stuff that comes every day on tv and and every day on in magazines and radio and all that just stuff that you see or just tiny things like when they're like oh the certain picture of hot chicks or mm-hmm. oh my gosh like beyonce again <laughs> i this, please know that i'm not like um what's her name said it's a ray i'm rooting for everyone black mm-hmm. i don't hate beyonce i'm mm-hmm. just for an example purpose like yeah. the the what beyonce represents mm-hmm. even if you want to go into colorism the light skinnedness the, mm-hmm. the the straight hair all of that somehow when you just keep seeing that, that that's the only picture of what pretty is mm-hmm. that's the only picture of what the guys want or whatever even when you even go to even body types where now mm-hmm. the thing is you have to be uh skinny thick mm-hmm. which means you have to be skinny but have this proportion of waist but you know all of that mm-hmm. it's like you might not know that it's going in. You, you know what this whole thing reminds me of? Um, the Hunger Games. Oh, dear. Remember the... <laughs> Wait, please. I want to know, know how. <laughs> um, the districts... It's been oh, a while. Uh-huh. The districts with the, the affluent people. Yes. If you remember how they were depicted in that movie, they had colored hair. Oh, yes. Um, they seemed like they had done some aesthetic work. All of their... Oh, Every were more colorful yeah. and more robust looking. Yes. Not, not even robust. Plastic. Oh, yes. No. I think plastic is... Separate wifey. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they were all that thing. So maybe the more... It's just human nature that the more affluence the more comfortable you become it's natural for you to want to try to change your physical appearance some people argue that the i don't know if you know abe maslow's hierarchy of needs Mm -hmm. you know how although side comments they claim that even that hierarchy of needs is kind of like biased because it doesn't apply to everyone but let's table that so anyway the the hierarchy of needs food basic Mm -hmm. you know like Shelter. shelter all of that when you're rich, mm-hmm. no, not even rich, wealthy, mm-hmm. and when the society is built for you, you have everything you need, all of those are met. Yeah. So you're not really worried about, you know, mm-hmm. how you're going to pay rent or yeah, what you're so eating. You need so of course you're going to be worried about your dog getting a, a, a massage. Or, <laughs> you know, you're going to worry about, oh my God, Botox. I mean, hey, again, get your Botox if you need it, listeners. <laughs> I'm not a hater. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, so if you compare it to like, quote unquote, developing world. Mm-hmm. 
we are, there are people who are, I mean, there are people who are hungry here too, but the way they depict like Africa and mm-hmm. Asia and, mm-hmm. you know, like we're trying to figure out how to feed people. But that's the, what we're doing the, right this, now. This trend is interesting and I'm happy that you kind of put it the way you put it because you, you go from saying that when you do not have problems, then you start to look for other things that you want to change about yourself and you do. Yeah. But the truth or is that... Or you have more free time. You go to the third world countries as well, but there's, it. you know, um, no, no, no offense to Omar Lata. Hey, <laughs> funny enough, what? I have a friend who has a business that's called Omar Lata. But hey, anyway, what I mean is you, you see yeah, a, 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 somebody who is trading on the streets mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they have this wig on, even though they are under the hot sun and <laughs> it's more practical for you to have your DD. Right. You know, but you have the wig on, mm-hmm. you have you, you have glued eyelashes on, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you can barely go to the tailor with them without them asking you if you want to add, add hips to your to your clothes so that you are well more well-rounded at least if you cannot afford the the, the bb the yeah. brazilian but bbl yeah, that, yeah. that thing then BBL. you can as well buy some pads and you can you can wear it what so doing what are we doing like Jesus. so is this is this just a new normal are we have we become those our parents who are just old you know like yeah well, well. <laughs> There's something to be said for that. I don't yes. have kids yet. I don't want to be that old yet. But Girl, like, it's don't like... fight it. Uh, <laughs> listen, maybe old also has something to do with some level of comfort. Mm-hmm. And like comfort in yourself, in your body, where you're like, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. If these are the thighs that I have, these are the thighs that I have. I'm not saying that does not preclude exercise and, you know, eating well and all that. Moving your body, of course. Um, but... To now be doing all of this, like, padding and... To what end? Hmm. So, this is this is very interesting. Now, when we talk about we hair... We have digressed completely. No. Well, no. This is... It's, it's all coming yes. back. Okay. It's all coming back. Okay. When we talk about hair... Yeah, we're still on point. <laughs> when, we, when we talk about hair and um, the the effects of colonialism, slavery, and mm-hmm. all of that on hair, mm-hmm. you see that the black person Mm -hmm. the black individual Mm -hmm. has largely tried to mirror the beauty standards of a white person to be able to fit in yes yes but when it comes to body thank you what's happening there yes you can say that we're trying to hello but but, but you can say that you could you could say generally speaking the 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 trend Mm -hmm. is to mirror the look of an african woman's body type yes so is that not a good thing um the people who have (laughs) knowledge about this who have the letters behind their name will say that while on its face it's great it sounds great it looks like you're tanning right that's Mm -hmm. a good thing ish because you're trying to um i don't know uh, mimic dark skin but they're not doing it and then saying, oh, we're trying to be like you. No, they're also like, almost like appropriating, taking and saying, oh, it's just like somebody, one of the, I don't I don't know, let me not use okay, it. Yeah, somebody, some white lady, some white young chick mm-hmm. did braids and was like, oh my God, I just created she, like Fulani braids or something, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Nah, B, you did not just create it. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's no credits given. And also, if you want to take it deeper, if it's a society that is built on white supremacy, mm-hmm. which means, I'm not saying people are racist, which means that the system is built for a certain, like, people, right? Mm-hmm. Which is white people. 
even if they're copying black people, mm-hmm. we still don't have power. We still don't have resources. So you are doing, you're copying me to him. Mm-hmm. I'm still suffering. I'm still, you're still <laughs> going to cross the road when you see me. Mm-hmm. I'm still getting killed by cops mm-hmm. disproportionately. Mm-hmm. So on its face, it's, it's, um, I don't know. It's, it's lovely. Thank you for copying me. You know, what did they say about, is it mimicry is, is like, it's like flattering, but it's nothing. That's all that it is. Flattering. Mm-hmm. Because we're still, as you said, Yalata on the side of the street is still wearing straight hair with eyelashes about to glue shut her eyes, but she's doing it because that's what we do. That's what we do. <laughs> okay. That's what we do. I don't know, man. That sounds so dismal. That sounds so sad yeah. when we end on that note that like, what do we like uh, is there hope th- yes there is hope well there, there is there hope is because your hope. business in Lagos is doing great yeah that it is there is hope it, the it, fact it, that it you is. have enough people saying I want to get my hair done yeah it, it is there is hope and, and there yeah, is hope and I, I just feel like um you know the purpose of this line of this podcast mm-hmm. where we're where, where, this next few episodes are going Mm -hmm. it's really to try and understand it's not to judge it's Mm -hmm. not to try and tell people what is right and what is wrong and i hope yeah i I hope that from the banter that we've had today (laughs) people can get that we're like trying to think through the issues why are we doing what we're doing what can we do right to the man who beat up his son for locking his hair like why what exactly you know to all the people who are commenting on this thing on instagram what exactly are you guys really saying? Is it is it let let us pack the fact that he's living in his father's house for one minute? He's in his All of his us live in our father's houses you. until we're well into our twenties yeah, in Nigeria. That has nothing so to he do doesn't, with anything. He, he's not supposed to be anywhere else but his father's you. house at that point. Yeah. You know, assuming he's a he's a younger younger adult, yeah. You know. Um so maybe he's at that age where we don't necessarily even make money until you get your real first job. You know, our Nigerian parents take care of us very yes. well. So nobody might be really asking him to even go and make any money. No. But what exactly is wrong with that hair? What exactly the is hair that's growing out of his head? Yeah. And and I think in in saying that, I feel that um having changed my location very recently, mm-hmm. you're able to I have the benefit of seeing things from both sides mm-hmm. and I'm kind of like I'm living Nigeria as a proper adult, literally an old woman. <laughs> you have a perspective that, that, that plays an important exactly. part in this. Yes. And I feel like we are so used to bashing ourselves. Yes. We tend not to appreciate the things that we have. Mm-hmm. We also tend not to see the effects of our choices and how they actually play into the hands of our so-called quote-unquote oppressor or former oppressor because (laughs) so so let me me put it this way um the you you have your hair natural Mm -hmm. you are patronizing locketude Mm -hmm. and but let's say in a year Mm -hmm. you spend an average of let's say ten thousand naira a month at locketude and you're good you come every month Mm -hmm. And you spend one hundred and twenty thousand naira mm-hmm. in locketude a, a, a year. Mm-hmm. You have supported a Nigerian business. You right. have given female. You, owned you, you, <laughs> you have you know giving all of us um, a, a source of income and a source exactly. of livelihood. And exactly. it's not just Adi. It's Roger. It's blessing. Mm-hmm. It's Marian. It's mm-hmm. happiness. It's mm-hmm. you know all of these people. You have done well, <gasps> but you also have ten sets of Brazilian weave <laughs> in your closets. Sorry. Right. I know you didn't see that coming. <laughs> I showed it now. I showed it now. You, did, you didn't see that coming. That Brazilian weave 
it is worth probably I don't know. 20, 30, more, yeah. 40, more than the 50 amount you, times you spend, more yes, that you have yes. spent at, at, at a homegrown, mm-hmm. yeah. like purely Nigerian mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. And that money in effect might be sold to you by another Nigerian, mm-hmm. but the truth is it's not manufactured in Nigeria. All mm, of that revenue true. is still going outside oh, the country. So, and that is what is kind of keeping the Naira low. It's not just Buhari. You yes, know what course, I mean? Because you are not manufacturing anything. We're not doing so anything. So it's like power, we are yeah. contributing unknowingly to our downfall and to our, our failures in some of the decisions that we make. Now, this is not making excuses for our leaders or oh, all the please, things no, that are wrong no, with Nigeria not, and all of those things. However, I'm just saying if we like take a step back, mm-hmm. look at the issues properly and mm-hmm. think on it a little bit more. You might be able to make one or two choices that are actually favoring you and then we're not just complaining. And if there's anything I've learned about America is that it is as difficult as Nigeria. Oh, you yes, just don't hear course. the complaints as exactly. much as we complain about exactly. ourselves in Nigeria. Exactly. Huh. So I think that that's, that's a great idea, what you said. But man, that's a tough ask, man. That's a tough ask of... Of like, think about your, uh, my aunt that is like 60 something. Mm-hmm. It's a tough ass that she should not only, maybe she might think about having her hair natural, but I mean, she always have that wig to wear. Because yeah, how can she just walk out with the hair like that? But the truth is, and when I say we need to start producing, so there's, there's, that's where the whole thing is just messed up in my mm-hmm. head because I'm not necessarily even saying that you shouldn't wear the wigs. But if we're producing the wigs, it will be better. And then people will tell you that they're producing the wigs, but it's not technically no. true because you're getting the hair you're from someone else. Yeah. So you're not really, it's not like you're using Nigerian hair. But then that hair. now ties it's not like it to the fact that we have made the fact that Peruvian hair or whatever, I don't know. Is, is the most is superior. The, exactly. is the more, is, so is the, we have to first challenge that. Who's going to mm-hmm. say, okay, no, I guess somebody on Instagram has a false. Mm-hmm. Go on Instagram and start saying that, oh, Nigerian hair is the best. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, because it, it's... it's but, And there's also the layer that the you. guys like it. You know, there's also that layer. Don't Let's not forget yes. that you kind of have to be competitive. And to be honest, I have fallen for that kind of pressure before. Yes. You're and only so, human. I mean. Yeah. So I, I did, um, when I did work corporate at an e-commerce company, um, this was like 20... 12, 2015, mm-hmm. around that time. Mm-hmm. Um, tech money just entered Nigeria. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. of us started earning well. So people we were able to take care of ourselves, so, you know, earning a decent salary mm-hmm. and you could do stuff. And almost every girl at the office had this long, flowy hair. At that time, I already had my locks. Mm-hmm. So I was the odd one out. And how long was it? Um, I was probably like four years in. Okay, so, so was... I, I had length. Okay, but um, the this was maintenance the, the, was hard. It wasn't just hard, but like my stylist at the time wasn't creative because they didn't know what to do with the hair. <laughs> so you weren't getting pompadours. So no, this, no, <laughs> no. So that that was what kind of morphed into what Lockheed became, mm-hmm. and it was literally trying to meet up with the pressures right. of and and then I was also dating somebody that works in the same office. Mm-hmm. So when you all come to work together and you can see the other girls on point, literally on point, it looks nice. Truth so, be told. And you're like huh, somebody's going to steal my boyfriend. <laughs> no, let, let's not be happy here because he encouraged me to keep my oh, hair. I was ready okay, to cut it. Okay. I was ready to cut it okay. to to you know be like everyone else. Right. But he was one that was like, your hair is nice, your hair is nice. I'm like, oh, you actually like this hair. You never said that before. <laughs> so um but like I said, I could have easily fallen for that right. pressure. So it's not like um 
so woke that I right, decided right. that my hair is no, my no, hair. No. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not you weren't sticking it to the man. Come on. <laughs> this was about wokeness. This no, was man. like, someone just gave me smoke courage. Like, yeah, you're not That's looking it. too bad. You there know, you so I was like, okay, all right, I'll, I'll do this. And I started doing more with my hair, started writing the blog. Right. And then, you know, right. that's how all of this started. Right. So I think we need to kind of think about our choices a little bit more, be a little bit more responsible um, for what we do. I try as much as possible not to wear false eyelashes, not because they don't look nice, but I just feel like somewhere in my brain, I feel like it feeds into the narrative of that. What you have is not enough. Without knowing, without realizing, because you're just doing it because it's what we do. Right, right. But why is it what we do when you start to think about that? If you want to go problem. farther, some people say, why are you doing your nails then? Why are you getting jail and all that? No, stuff. <clears throat> Let's talk about that. Oh, dear. Because I've... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> why do I gel my nails? I think they look lovely. <laughs> why doesn't I just carry my nails? Or why can't I just do henna? Because that's what you choose right now. <laughs> see, again, while... See, the, I think there's a trap of being... And I don't want to say woke. When you're aware, Mm -hmm. when you're a deep thinker, there's a trap of constantly making everything super deep. Mm -hmm. While, yes, it does have a layer of that because it is a false thing you're adding to your body, right? Mm -hmm. But it could just be a choice you're making right now just because you like the way it looks. Yeah. I do like the way it looks. That's it. And to be honest, I can give you reasons. They might just sound like reasons, but I'll go ahead and give you those reasons. Give me. Anyway, (laughs) so my nails are quite soft. My nails are in water all the time. Mm -hmm, When I do the deep, I actually didn't used to paint my nails in Nigeria Mm -hmm. for the most part because they broke all the time Mm -hmm. and there was no point. And when you even do just regular gel Mm -hmm. and you do people's hair, it will get trapped Mm -hmm. in the hair. Mm -hmm. So I used to do henna. And it was mm. practical. Okay. But I have found the deep thing. Mm-hmm. This deep, it lasts for like six weeks. Guys, you my know, nails will it? grow out. I will still be carrying these nails until... And like... it still looks... It doesn't, look, <laughs> it doesn't look bad. It doesn't look bad. It just looks longer. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah. that's why I do the deep. And it's, it's practical. So it allows me... I've always liked to do my nails from when I was, you know college university Mm -hmm. so I've always liked to do my nails and I think with the business for the most part I actually stopped because it wasn't practical and I found a way to do it again so I'm doing it again however I I don't feel like it's uh it's okay if you want to put false no no (laughs) no no. I guess it's a thing while yeah it's okay Mm -hmm. it's it's okay Mm -hmm. but I personally just feel like the more you know the the the, the choices that you can make another choice i actually even tried to make early on in my life in like 2012 Mm -hmm. i was being i think that was the time for anybody in nigeria you know that was good luck jonathan Mm -hmm. and made in nigeria Mm -hmm. and there was a slogan for it i can't i can't remember what it was now um but there was this awareness that was being pushed onto Made in Nigeria products. And I was working in e-commerce where you could pretty much wear anything to work, which was like one of the the only corporate place where Mm -hmm. you can wear whatever you want to wear. Mm -hmm. So I said to sew this um, Oleku. Oleku is the short boba Mm -hmm. and Iro. I love them. And I used to just wear them to work Monday through. I think it wasn't a Friday thing. I had a different one. I would just show up and I was like, really like, okay, you know what? Yeah, what's wrong with, why do I have to wear English clothes all the time? Why can't I just wear something that's traditional? Mm -hmm. Why can't I do my own thing? Mm -hmm. And then I realized that 90% of the fabric in Lagos market is actually not even made anywhere in Africa. Where is it made? It's made in Europe. 
Most oh, of yeah, them come up, from yeah, all yeah. the Ankara mm. that we wear that is our national identity. So I was just like, wow. And that made me stop because I was like, what's the point? Wearing Ankara really and wearing jeans yes, yes, yes. is the same, same thing. thing. Yeah. I'm not necessarily fostering my country's mm-hmm. agenda by choosing to wear this particular right. fabric over the other. So I might right. as well just wear whatever because guess what? There is no textile industry that is producing at scale for it to even be a choice in the country maybe you should consider i mean you don't have to move back to nigeria because we need you here you should consider being like a consultant to somebody running in government so that they can consider how to develop a textile industry just that's just one part Hmm. You want us to talk about Nigerian problems now. This no, is- no, we're not. Dear God, we do not have the time. <laughs> this podcast is not going to finish. No, ma'am. I think we're almost actually at the one hour mark. And mm-hmm. so I would love, 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 because I do know that data is expensive. And I would love for people to listen to this conversation from beginning to end. So right. I'm going to cut it a little bit short now. Um, so before I wrap it up, I want to say... Amelia, I'm looking forward to being on your podcast. I think your podcast should be called Coffee with Amelia, or you're going to be talking about all things, your experiences in life. And I think it's going to be very, very interesting. I have also enjoyed having you on today. And I'm also telling the world that I'm asking Amelia to please come and ad lib on future episodes that we're going to have. So there's this whole plan to have episodes where we kind of pick historical people Mm -hmm. from like 1800s up to like 2022 Mm -hmm. of people who have locks and what they've done Mm -hmm. and to hope to be able to portray or have representation Mm -hmm. so that that man on the internet can stop beating his son you know so that if If we're able to yeah so if i'm able to say like the history of jay-z which is not necessarily the best history because it has drugs everything 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 everything. that's fine however just just imagine obama with locks that became (laughs) (laughs) imagine imagine obama with locks that became the american president the first black american president you know uh, in the world with locks and I don't know why you're that going kind so of far. history. Why don't you say Nigerian president first? <laughs> what getting Actually, there? that might even be more far-fetched than an American president with locks. We'll see. I think we might mean an American one first, first. because we always mirror. We want to follow. Yes. We, we, we always follow. mirror. Yes. So, but we'll see. So, but I hope that she ad-libs when, we, when I get to tell stories of amazing people Absolutely. who I think we'll call lock heroes or something like that. So many projects. Coffee yeah. with Amelia, ad-lib lock heroes. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you guys, man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep, so I'm going to be her hobby. I'm I'm your part-time project. There you go. Amelia, thank you so, so much. It has been such a pleasure having you on. And any last words for our listeners? Um, Go get locks. And when you get locks, call Ade to get your locks done. Yay! She'll hook it up. (laughs) All right. This has been the Talking Locks with Lockitude podcast. You can find us wherever you listen to your podcast. I lie. Most places where you listen to your podcast, like Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, all those good places, YouTube as well. I'm going to try and see if Amelia and I can take a nice picture so that you get to see what she looks like and she'll be on the cover of the podcast episode. Um, Please don't forget to follow us. We are on Instagram at Lockitude, L-O-C-I-T-U-D-E. Amelia, would you like to drop your social media? 
Coffee with Amelia. Okay, and then watch out. I think um, she's fantastic. Of course, you've listened to this conversation, so I would like to be having some tea and listen to Amelia's <laughs> yes, podcast yes, in the future. Yes, yes, yes. Thanks again, and um, as always, I'm Adi Balogo, and see you when episode 30 comes. 30 episodes soon. Look at you. Bye. <laughs>